Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Textually Active. You know, podcast where we talk about all that stuff. I, I, I don't feel like I need to say it again, but I'm going to say it again just for them. So it's family for the ships. new listeners. For the new listeners, that's right. Fuck. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, family ships, relationships, uh, shitty shit, all the shit in between. This, you know what we do here, man. I feel like if you if you new here, um, just kick back, man. Just just chill with us, bro. Just ride, just ride with us for a minute, man. You might like it here. Stay a while. Meezy, how you doing, buddy? Oh, uh, I'm here. I made it. Uh, glory be to God. I'm here, and uh, if you hear somebody dying in the background, that's just me. Don't worry about it. I'm alright. Shalom. Rez, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> Nick, how you doing? Cause you didn't say your name. Oh, I mean, I, I see. Oh, you see what happened? I there? got you. you. Got my back. See, yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> how you doing, Rez? I'm doing good. I really like the way Meezy started the episode off last week when he said, "How's everybody feeling?" So I kind of want to carry that energy on to our episodes from here on out. That's what I mean by how you doing. Though. Right. But I mean, so, like, you can tell us how you doing. I mean, how you feeling? Friends. How am I feeling? Uh, exhausted. Uh-huh. I don't bounce back like I used to. I can't hit the streets four or five nights in a row. Right. I need rest. Right. And yeah. yeah, I just need to catch up on sleep. Yeah. Other than that, though, I'm good. You know, still rocking out with this $10 until payday. Thanks. You know? Ain't shit change. Damn ice sandwiches. Still need $40 with two jobs and all. You got to stop saying that. (laughs) You have to stop saying that, bro. Stop saying what? That $40. I still need $40. You know how to get getting that 40 bucks? How? Selling that thing. Oh, well. (laughs) That's why you got to stop saying that. I mean, if I'm selling it to one person, is it bad? $40? Apparently, that's what it's going for. I'm upset that you're paying $40. Bro, you already put down payment on that, bro. You got the engagement ring, bro. Like, bro, you know, I got, I got the premium plan. The work don't stop. <laughs> a subscription fee? <laughs> that's it, that's a month. <laughs> hey, hell yeah. I put... Uncle Father, good. I still work for it, though. That's true. I'm not giving it up. That's true. That's true. But I didn't know that's why they... Um, yes. Yes. I thought people just needed forty dollars because normally when people ask for money, twenty dollars is too little, and people looking at you funny like, "Well, shit, you ain't got twenty dollars." And then forty dollars is just a perfect amount because like double, you could be paying a bill, gas. You know, you never know. I'm gonna show you the video afterwards. So, damn, that shit funny as fuck. So twenty dollars is. I mean, we. I feel like we've talked about this before. If you ask somebody for twenty dollars, bro, that you don't. That I mean. This is not like just a, oh, we're out and let me hold just 20 just for, you know, for the night or whatever. If you ask someone out the blue for $20, that's a, I'm fucked up out here. <laughs> that's not it's like, like I would rather SOS. you ask me for 100. I'd rather you ask me for 100. I'd rather you ask me for 150. And I was like, oh, okay, you need a bill. You ask me for 20? <laughs> Bro, you out here, you out here, <laughs> like, damn, you're doing bad. I'm going to have to send you that. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> like for real. <laughs> like, and, and then when you send the 20, don't get, don't expect to get it back. You ain't getting the twenty. Oh yeah, no, back. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, but I would I, like for you to for you to come and say, "Hey, man, can I borrow twenty dollars?" Bro, I'm a I'm gonna have to bless you with that. But I'm like, damn, bro, I'm not I'm not expecting that back. I would rather you 
asked me for, you know, 150 or something like that. Like, bro, mm-hmm. I got this bill that I just need to take care of. Like, bro, I'm fucked up until my payday. Oversell. Help me out. Oversell it. Fact. Oversell yeah, like, it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. Like, you know, all right, but I can I can respect it. All right, cool. Here you go, bro. And now we can work. All right, pay me back. And you asked me for $20, bro. I'm going to feel bad if I even... I'm not going to expect that back from you, bro. Mm-hmm. You out here... You out here struggling. You can get 40. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just for asking for 20, because hey. you know what that means. I mean, you got to be a real pride setter aside you set your pride on the front step my nigga let me see your pride in a minute and left the, the house on my back at plato's closet before i ask him <laughs> you gonna have to like, sell the whole closet bro, nigga. What? like something y'all gotta give me something <laughs> they give you two dollars for each item i know bro so yeah, you, I'm, I'm telling you, boy. I'm, you know, Hard to black. get them digital copies off of GameStop. <laughs> That's true, yeah. That's true. You can't even sell them back. You got to hit up that little dirty little plasma center. <laughs> How y'all feeling now? Uh, aside from this cold, mentally, out of 10, I'm probably somewhere around a five and a half, you know, uh, low energy. It's just because that damn NyQuil kicking my ass. But those have been the best parts of my last couple mm. days. Hitting that NyQuil and taking that little nap, that little dirty nap. Have you had Tustin? Tustin a one though. I'm trying to. I'm trying to avoid that 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 route. I'm trying Tussin, to just take the, the NyQuil gel tablets. Sometimes I take the Tustin even when I'm not sleepy. <laughs> Okay. okay, I see you. I see you. A little <laughs> bit of drill it. for the kids. To Take it. Bed. Just so you can get that good night rest. You yeah. know what I mean? Body go numb. Oh, it's the best fella. Yeah, so. Mm. Who the hell would have thought rest is a syrup sipping animal? <laughs> I'll tell good, you what. Good one. But aside from that, I'm, I'm, we're going to make it. We're good. You're just getting sick, man. The fucking, you know, like it's that it's piling and shit, boy. It's going to kick your ass at some point. I felt something coming around with me, but I'm trying That's to That's because you've been out here on the road, my G. I mean, city or two you. you know just hitting the streets what working the fuck did you become a contractor <laughs> why are you like sending us pictures on a damn track on a, on a tractor and shit like what is this just living my like life on a bulldozer or something like what the fuck are you like who do you even know has a bulldozer we get money oh shit excuse the hell out of me just kidding no um it was a work trip oh okay did a commercial learned so much um it's an internship, so just wow. taking in everything that I can, learning as much as I can, so I could bring it back to my people. We could do this in our community. True, give you the game, yeah. back to the other, give right back. I got it. How you feeling? Uh, like y'all said, tired, man. Y'all heard all of us use that word, man. Mm-hmm. It's bro, that's like the millennial thing. To say you tired, you tired, or you sad. Yeah, and a little bit of both. And if you sad. Yeah, and tired together, it just feels horrible. Niggas can't even... See, that's the thing. And you know what? I Okay, I get it. I understand the age we're in, bro. But niggas can't even be sad no more. You either have to be depressed or you ain't sad at all. Yeah. Like, niggas just can't... Bro, it's just a bad day. Or people just down looking. Just, yeah. yeah, niggas just like, bro, I'm depressed. Dude, you're just sad. It's okay, bro. Like, I promise you, bro. There's better days, bro. Depression is like a thing. Like That it's shit takes over you, dog. A just disease. You, you sad for a couple of days, nigga, because... You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, but whatever. I mean, stop being insensitive. No, I mean um, it is. It would be insensitive for you to say that it's not a disease and that people are just well, saying that disease. they're depressed it when they're really sad. Absolutely, is a disease. But you're saying the opposite, and I mean yeah. sometimes you got to know the difference, right? But um, don't get fucked up though. Sometimes the smallest shit 
You be down in the house, grocery store, and have your favorite ice cream. Now you trying to figure out why the hell your world is a whirlwind like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like falling <laughs> No, and it don't even be that. That might just be the last straw yeah, for you. Yeah. Like you walked out the house, you drop your car keys, and these may be first world problems because, God forbid, I made a tweet, a tweet the other day, and I was talking about um, room service. Now, mind you, we went to sleep at 5 a.m., because we were filming all night. I guess that's what you do when you film at night. You stay up all night. Mm-hmm. But then um, housekeeping knocked on my room at 8 a.m. And it's like, wait a minute. I'm not even fully awake to tell you, stop, hold up. So I hear the door shaking a little bit. And that's the scariest feeling. So I tweet that. And somebody's like, that's not the devil. First world problems. I'm like, oh. These are my problems, though. In fact, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make it any less insignificant. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, for all of you who don't know, we're recording in our new studio at Open Media Lab. You know, that's where we got this crystal clear clarity sounding. <laughs> I like the way you Mike. pronounced the shit out of that. That enunciation was popular. Because the three C's would have threw me off. Yeah, yeah. I just had to say it slow. But anyway, we're here. And y'all ready to jump into our topic for today? Of course. The All three right. C's. The three C's. Cookies, cake, and coochie. Oh, okay. All right. Um, That's not the topic. I don't know where that came from. But you just started, yeah, yeah, <laughs> thought about C. Yeah. So this past Sunday was Father's Day. And it's another holiday. I figured since we did it for the mothers, we got to do it for the fathers too. Sure. So I want to talk about dads, daddy, dad, father, father, whatever you call him. I call my dad daddy. For real? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's okay for you. It's it's okay for me to do it? It Means you call her daddy? No, that nigga Earl most of the time. Oh, oh yeah. Facts. No, facts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, uh, when I'm uh, being an asshole, I say father. Oh. And just I mean, because. It's, yeah, it's, it's that. And then one day we was watching Andy Griffin and uh, Opie calls Andy Paul. So when I feel like fucking with him, I'd be like, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Um, yeah, it's, so it's okay for you to come I in. Mean, it's a girl Yeah, thing. just like, sometimes. That's always going to be daddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, especially you got a good one. So it's like, yeah, it's always yeah. going to be dad. Sissy shamed me into um, changing his name in my phone. She's like, why do you have it as daddy? I'm like, mind your business. Run, yeah, run your race. <laughs> what you worry about? But yeah, so I still call my dad daddy. Um, when I'm talking about him to other people, it's by his first name, obviously. But yeah. Uh, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I, I'm like me. I call him. Um, <laughs> you call him by his first name? James. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I can be like, that's him. I will say, like, that's my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, well, me and Earl went to the thing. Yeah, when you're talking to other people, but you're not like Earl in the house. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because we do that. He'll call me by my first name, like my whole name. I'll be in the house. He'll be like, hello, Kwame Johnson. And then I'll reply, hey, Earl Johnson. Oh. And so it's just like that. Okay. Y'all are legit roommates. <coughs> We're like best friends, bro. He's probably my best friend in the whole world. That's so cute. You guys do have a nice relationship. Uh, They're the same, nigga. It's a... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a it's it's a it's good. Is that orange soda good? It's strabite. You know that's that bullshit that McDonald's done did. Oh yeah. But uh our relationship is cool, bro. It took us living together to get it to where it was at. But aside from that, I mean, it's pretty much uh me looking in a mirror to see what I would be if I was twenty years older. That's an interesting dynamic. It took you two living together. 
to get to that point? Yeah. Typically, that's the other way around. Yeah. What? Not living together? Not no. living together. Well, see, just, you got to understand, I, I didn't grow up in the house with him. True. So when I was, uh, probably saw him every weekend up until I was probably 12, maybe. There's probably some some issue. I don't even know what it is, but I never asked, and because I don't think I'll ever get that the truth about what it was. So I remember around twelve, I didn't see him as much. So uh, between twelve and probably like fifteen, I would see him. It was spotty, so it was sporadic. But then uh, fifteen, got to high school. He him and my mom bought me a car, got a car. Then I started spending more time with them as I as I grew. And then uh at twenty one we started hanging out more. And then by twenty three I started living with him. I started living with him. So then it became I saw him more often and you know, we get drunk on drunk on Fridays and sometimes you express your emotions and you tell stories and shit. And you Get to a point where our relationship is better now as an adult than it was when I was a kid. Y'all get drunk on Fridays together? <clears throat> Not as much as we used to, but, you know, every sporadically we'll turn the radio up real loud, put put TV on, you know, start drinking early. Because we both work there, so we get off t- by 10 o'clock. It's time for drinks. 10 a.m. or 10 p.m.? Yeah, 10 a.m. We don't make it that late. Oh, okay. <laughs> Niggas don't make it that late. Oh, get it that right. early. Take me a good little nap. <laughs> if I choose to leave the house later, then it's all right. But most of the time, I don't. All right, that's a good little turn up on a Friday. Yeah, we be getting in there. So you guys had a relationship that started off good. Y'all had a moment when you were, I guess, turning into a teenager. Right. And then it picked back up as you got older. Yeah. and uh, That makes sense. Yeah, so it became one of those things where it was just like, uh, I can't hold no grudge about some shit I have no idea what's going on. And so uh, it was just like, bro, I'm an adult now, bro. I'm 22, 23. I'm one day be just like you. Like, I'm going to have to get over this. And that's the only way I'm going to get over it is I just say fuck it. Because my dad has always been there, though. Like yeah. that's that's I know that's one of your questions later, but like one of the one of the things I learned from him was that he was always he always was there. I could always call him if I needed to. So that was one of the one of the biggest things that I learned. And uh I was like as an adult, I was like, I just I can't hold a grudge that I don't even know what it's about. Right. Over something <laughs> that yeah, some feelings I, you probably had. Yeah, I just have feelings, and I don't even know why. And it's it's not it's probably not even nothing big, right? So it's one of those. Yeah, I I guess I'll talk about my relationship with my father. I we started. I am a I guess a father's girl, daddy's girl. That's what they call him. Father's girl. Father's girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a daddy's girl. So I started. At a very young age, my mom would tell me, you just, you just like your dad. You're going to be just like your dad. That's who you're going to be like. That's who you always want to be all up under. So we was just best friends. Going fishing, having a great time, being young. Then I guess as the teenage years came, the same way with you and your father, maybe different scenarios, I started feeling myself a little bit and just looked at him more as somebody who just told me what to do all the time. And um, as an adult, I find that I don't like being told what to do. So that really 
kind of put a strain on a relationship. And then it turned into me not even, not saying that we didn't have a good relationship, but me not connecting with him on the level, like as you would with any other adult. So as I got older, I started being more open to having those conversations because our relationship got a little damaged during my teenage years with me just not listening and doing my own thing and just really not wanting to follow his rules in his house. So it took for me to kind of move out and see him in a different light and for him to see me in a different light, for us to build a connection and realize that we are very similar and we have a lot of things in common and we can talk to each other on the level of, I wouldn't even say friends because me and my dad ain't cool. He's still dad. Like, that's a boss man. <coughs> um, True. There's certain things I can't go to him the same way I would with Lisa or my mother and tell him about because I just, I don't know how he would take that. He just, he's not open in a sense where he wants to talk about feelings all the time. He wants to talk about like business plans and being successful and what my goals are. But we can get drunk together and we can eat crabs together. But yeah, that's our relationship. Uh, I wouldn't go as far as best friend though. That sounds no. That sounds not typical, but that sounds like. I mean, you got the. Uh, I mean, I guess the typical. I guess typical. It does kind of sound like y'all got, got a, y'all got a good solid relationship. Yeah, you know? but there's still that boundary of. Okay, it's a lot of dad. it's a lot of standard father daughter relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's love there. Y'all love each other. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but there's still that barrier of okay, that's pops. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's still you know, but yeah, uh. Which is kind of the same. It's kind of the same way with, uh, well, not really. Let me, okay, let me not lie. <laughs> uh, me and James, uh, we are similar in a lot of ways. Um, I always tell people, and it sounds really bad to say, um, that I don't like my father. I don't okay. like him. Um, I love him. I do love him though. And there is a distinct difference, you know what I'm saying? Um and I do respect him. Um it's just, you know, the I guess there's just stuff that I know about him that everybody else who everybody loves him. Don't get me wrong, he's a great guy, man. It's just, you know what I'm saying? I guess there's stuff behind the scenes that I know that, you know what I'm saying, that I've seen that I know that it's just like, okay, bro, you're a bit of a shithead. But it's okay. It's all right, bro. We all are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, so am I. Who cares? Um, But we have a we, such a weird relationship, man, because we do work well together. Um, We're just not in sync. Mm. Um, we um do a lot of shit together, but we just don't do it as a unit, if this makes any sense to anybody. Um, it's... It's like um it's like Kobe and Shaq. Mm. Right? They did not like each other off the court. But when it was time to do something, <coughs> time to get something done, we get shit done. Right. Um and I mean, just as far as us being teammates, when it's time to lock some shit down, when it's time to get some shit taken care of, for some reason we always kick in the gear and we always got each other's back. But I think um like so me and him we started out like 
so I remember us being like it was there was obviously a roller coaster of, you know, um we started off not having that much money and then we got some money, then we hit a rough patch, then we now doing a lot better. Um so we started off like this uh kind of maintenance company, um, but we did like anything. Like we were doing like anything. So I would be with him, you know, like we would cut grass or whatever and I would help um like early on when I was a kid. Cause I just want to be with my pops, man. Don't get me wrong. Um, it was, there wasn't always this kind of rocky relationship. I did like my pops at, at one point. Um, but it was the same kind of dynamic then. Um, he was my coach coming up a lot. So there were times where I just didn't like him because of the way he pushed me. Um, cause nothing was ever good enough. Um, like I was like, I was the best player on my team. All the time. Like, it wasn't because, you know, I was always playing. I'm sorry. It was just because I was actually kind of good at it. I, I like playing basketball. I was good at it. Um, but he was so tough on me that I didn't really know. I, there was very little room for, um, like, a balance. Uh, it was never, you're doing a great job. It right. was just keep going, keep going, right. keep going. Like it, was, like, it was never enough. So yeah. it was like, okay. You could never like, see him as dad. It was like, dad is still coach. And dad is weird. coach, yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes they merge. And now it's kind of evolved to now Pops is not boss, quote unquote, because, I, mean, I, I mean, we're pretty much on our own for the most part, but... Um, there's still that kind of respect there because he, I mean, he taught me what I know as far as, you know, this business goes. Um, so again, there is still that level of respect, but I think right now we're just kind of in that, um, we're kind of in that stage of the passing of the torch, right? Um, I, and there seems to be this misunderstanding that because he's a typical, everyone thinks he's in, everyone thinks he was like a military guy. Or he was like in the army or something, just because of how stern he is, just because of how um, steadfast and is that in his opinion and what he thinks. Um, so we're in this space right now um, where the passing of the torch is happening, and it kind of feels like to him, I think, that I'm trying to take the torch from him. When in all actuality, I would like for us to hold it together. Because I'm not ready to fully take over the torch yeah. yet as far as um, running this business, as far as taking it to another level. I'm still trying to figure out how and what and what way. And, you know, um, but other than that, when we actually have time to chill, relax, actually just kind of be and bask in that father son atmosphere it's really not so bad but there's always something that you were always at work and there's always something at work that getting on because again we're just so much alike um in not the wrong ways but in ways that cause us to butt up heads you know uh i do have his personality of being able to take over a situation if i need to but i'm more I think it's, I mean, I'm not sure of the word. The word misses me right now. But I have my mom's um, ability to, you know, kind of step back and let somebody else lead if it's the case may be. You know, um, he's not like that. <laughs> like he, he takes on the leader role in anything he does. Um, so, it, you know, what, cool. That's fine. Um, but 
Uh, he said he going to drive the boat. Yeah, yeah. That's what. She, no, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, bro. I mean, y'all have met my pops, man. He's a cool dude. It's just you know, we're just we're we're a little too much alike in certain areas. Um, but again, that's just that's just how it is, you know. But again, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that, man. We you know. We're cool, man. We're good. And he's always had my back. That's one thing I'm going to mm-hmm. say. He's always had my back. I'm going to end on that, though. He's, he's always had my back. I think our parents just came from a different generation, especially the men. Sure. Where it's kind of, I don't know what my father's dad was like or if he was just, like, very hard on him. And that's the only way he knows how to show, like, love and affection. Not saying that my dad was mean to me or anything or he treated me bad, but his way of... Getting me to do something was just like straightforward and my way or the highway. Yeah, and yeah. this is my house, my laws, my yeah. rules, which is bet. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool. But it's just like so serious a lot of the times mm-hmm. uh, growing up where it was just like, well, shit, yeah, I just got to listen to him. Because right. if I don't, then this is what it is. Or if I don't have these certain grades, it's going to be a problem or I'm on punishment because we ain't get beatings that I can probably count on my hands how many beatings we got. But my dad was very stern in the things that he wanted us to do and how he wanted it done. Mm -hmm. And if we didn't do it that way, we was on punishment. And it wasn't lifting. Mm -hmm. Like, it was times where, I guess, me and Sissy, we first got our little cell phones in middle school. Now, mind you, it's kids out here with their phone. They're using it wherever they go. My dad had us on a schedule. You use your phone for two hours, and then you put it back. And I probably could use that right now because I stay on my phone. But, (laughs) um... It was just like little stuff like that that just brought us up in a way that, look, whatever he say, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if you talk to Tierra, she might have something different to say because sis don't listen. But I paid attention and I could definitely say one of the traits that I got from him is just like kind of being serious as hell. <laughs> but also being a social person, because if you get my dad out in public or if we're with his friends, or now when me and him hang out and it's a family thing, like, he is very outgoing, right. very talkative, very friendly, very warm and welcoming mm-hmm. to anybody. And my dad is funny as hell outside of things that he don't play about, like, my education, my success, mm-hmm. me being a better person, me being a good woman. Outside of that stuff, he's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. think I'm funny. I like that verbiage you just used, I, I feel like it runs with a lot of... A lot of men that age. What's your pop? Probably in his in his late fifties. Yeah, late fifties. For, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that uh, like my way or the highway. That shit's just it, it runs rampant in there in their, their vocabulary, <laughs> dog. Like it's just like okay, bro, we know. get it. You want things done your way. It everything. See, and and for some reason things get lost in translation because it's like my way. It's like nah, dude. It, doesn't have to be called you're taking too much possession of your way. It's just, bro, do we want to do this the right way? Like it's just we, we just can do wanna... this a few other ways. There's actually. plenty of ways that this can get done. That A that we can go from A to B, bro. It doesn't have to be your way. It's yeah. like, bro, there's plenty of ways to get to get to B. It's all right. It's <laughs> like I can do this another way if you want right. me. No, this is the way. Right. You know, my dad probably my dad told me I could get out a bunch of times. He ain't mean it though. It's just that tough love. <laughs> <laughs> So you could get the hell out, yeah. Dad. Where am I go? Right. Where am I go? <laughs> right. It's just it's just the threat, man. And he wouldn't even let you go. No. If you re- if you were to really be like, if you would really be like, fine, I'm fucking, I'm leaving then. Like, no, 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 no. No, you don't have to go. No, you, you don't, don't have to go. I was just kidding. But please, like, 
yeah, my dad didn't soften up until I started living my life right. And that's valid. Like, I'm not about to play with you, play no games with you, laugh with you, sit up here, drink beer with you if you ain't living right. <laughs> my dad didn't start fucking with me for real till I cleaned my act up. And that's just it. Damn. So when he seen that I was serious about being an adult and doing adult shit and being grown as hell, that's when he kind of loosened up on me. But mm. before that, it was, what the hell you doing? Why you living like this? Mm-hmm. You acting like a knucklehead. That's his favorite word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So dickhead. I could always... Dickhead. Monkey ass. Your dad like, calls you dickhead and monkey ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. It's, or, or it's just stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's got a... He's got a... Yeah. He's, the crazier, the, the more he loves you, though. I think so. Can we roll with that? Yeah. The I mean, more he loves you, yeah. The, like, the wilder he is. like Hard-headed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mine were kind of soft. What about you, Meezy? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. Because, I don't know, because I, like, bro, we, like, we spend all our time as an adult now. So right. now it's like, he be wanting me to do shit that he could do, but you ain't ever teach me how to do it. So it's like, bro, I'm not, and then, like, I'm prideful, so I'm not about to ask you to help me do it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm, like, I don't feel good about doing it because I can't really do it. And so it's one of those things where I just end up saying, fuck it. And then I figure something out. <clears throat> so it's like, like the other day, like one of my head like is broke. And he's like, well, maybe it's such and such. And so I'm like, bro, you're just sitting here. <laughs> like, if you knew what it is, why you just can't help me do it? But I never asked him. I just got was like, you know what, fuck it. And just went on and did something else. And so it's one of those things like we are at that point. Like, we... We, because I'm at a point in life where now is the tradition, the transition point. Mm-hmm. So now I've got to figure out what the rest of my life is going to be like. Right. And he sees it as like, whatever it is you want to do, money is the end goal, regardless. And so, but I'm more so like at a point where whatever it is I want to do, I want to be okay with doing it. Not just because it makes a lot of money. I also want to be happy with what I do, so I don't end up like, con- like thinking like I made maybe I made a bad decision. And so a lot of times we bump heads about shit like that. Like, you know, like he loves the fact that I'm like interactive and do shit because we don't even hang out as much as we used to no more. But it's one of those things where it's like, bro. We have two different paths, bro. When I'm 28 now. By the time you were 28, you were married with two kids. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, so you had already went through the military. You were, like, living a really good job, like, at the time, like, living shit up. Like, the middle class, whatever the middle class dream was, that was you. Right. You know, house, homeowner, family, three cars in a driveway, you know what I'm saying? Like, taking trips wherever we want to go. It's one of them. And it's like, bro, I didn't experience that. I watched it. So now I'm living my life how I think it's supposed to be because that's how I saw it versus I le- lived it and I know what it could be like. So now it's just one of those things where I'm like, bro, I got to figure out a way to get to that point in life from the shit I saw him do, not what he taught me. So it's it's hard. It's hard sometimes because it's like, bro, 
<clears throat> I always wonder what it would have been like to live in a two-parent household. Mm. Like, my sister got to live that. So she got to see what it was like. Like, you know, she, me and my sister seven months apart. My sister's a college graduate. She she does the all the jobs she wants to do because she wants to do it. It's not about money. And it's me where what I grew up with was I saw my mom go to work every day. Uh, good health, sick, whatever, go to work every day. So now me, <laughs> I go to work every day because that's what I know. I have an honest question for both of you. Yeah. What do you, how, like, okay, how much do you think um, that dynamic of what you see growing up and how your life is based at the foundation, your childhood, how much do you think that plays a role in your later life? I think it could be important because a lot of times you know how people say, you know, certain men, the way a man treats his mom is how he'll treat you, but that's because it could be, but it's like, bro, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's like to see a man love a woman. So that could be why I have trouble loving a woman. You really think so? It could be because I don't know. How much of it do you think you just a knucklehead and you don't really know what the fuck you're doing in love? Like, but then I think that becomes, I think that comes from, you never saw it or you never was taught. And I think a lot of time teaching comes from what you see, not because you you have to fuck up in order to learn a lesson. But if I if I saw the fucking there's a uh, the left lane is about to close, I saw it. Now I know I can get over before I get to the left lane. But if I fucking drive past that sign, I don't see it. Then I'm getting to the top, and I'm like, why the fuck is the lane closed? It's like, oh shit, I missed the sign back there of what to do when I got to this point. So I feel like you could do that, bro. It could be a visual thing. So I feel like, because now when I have my own family, I'm going to have to. I want you to pat yourself on the back. (laughs) Well, I feel like when I have my own family. Yeah, he put that together good. (laughs) I wasn't sure where you were going with that. What the fuck are you even talking about? But yes. I feel like when I have my own family, it'll be me trying to mimic what I think is the correct thing. Isn't that what anybody does, though? Yeah, but. It's easier when you see it. Yeah, like you your life. So? Mm-hmm. You think your life with your family or however your family dynamic ends up when you get to be uh, forty? Do you think it'll mirror what your what your childhood was like? I don't know. That's the see. That's the thing. And this is such a weird. This is such a weird conversation, Rez. I'm. I'm not. I'm. Trust me. I want to get you too. But I'm like, this is such a weird because, like, my brother. Like my my parents. I'm gonna get personal here. My brother is one of those people who still, he's fucking 30, he's 30, I'm what, about to be 29, he's about to be 35, um, or no, he's about to be 36, actually, I think, yeah, he's seven years older than me, so, um, he's one of those people that he still brings up the fact that um, us moving to Winston-Salem ruined his life when he was like six years old, <laughs> like, so it's like, it's like, bro, I'm like wondering like how much of our childhood is really, really affected. It's like, bro, you a grown ass man now, dog. At what point do you say, okay, bro, that shit is over and fucking done with, dog? There's literally nothing I can do about it now. What the fuck are what's next? Yeah. Like, what? How do we go about figuring this out? You know, how do we go about fixing whatever it is that is wrong with me or whatever it is that I missed? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like curious to know, like, how much of it do we think really? 
affects us going forward. Because it's like, oh, it's easier when you see it, but it's like, okay. I mean, yeah, sure. But, I mean, relationships are, bro, they are what they are, dog. You're going to have your good times. You're going to have your bad times, dog. You figure out how to communicate with said person. You figure out how to fuck them the way they want to be fucked. And y'all, you know, figure out who the fuck is deciding what we're going to eat tonight. And and you... <laughs> and your roommates for the rest of your life. Like, right? That's about it. So it's like, you do it. You do it however the fuck feels the right way to you, right? I mean... Don't get me wrong. I do believe that, too. Because I never had a conversation with my dad about how to treat a woman. How the... That's what like, I mean. Like, I've never had a conversation. Fuck, how the fuck right. do you explain we, that to a person? Never, like, bro, treat this person... Yeah. Treat a person good. I mean, obviously, there's all this vague shit like, oh, you treat a person good, you do this, you do that. It's like, bro, every person is their own person. And like, to be honest, what I think I got from what I got from what you were saying is that I watched him take care of everything. You know what I'm saying? He was a provider. My dad is a provider. I sure. think Kevin Hart has this thing where he's always like, I'm a protector and a provider. You First. can either be one or two. First of all, Kevin Hart ain't protecting shit. But he's the provider. <laughs> so I think my Actually, dad. I would sleep, I would, I'm, I'm I would sleep on I'm Kevin Hart. Like a, he lit. Hey, no, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart would probably get your ass. Like for real. Kevin Hart, you know he got low center of gravity. He's been in the gym. He's he no bitch, him. man. I know, like I see my dad. That's, a bitch. that's funny. I see my dad be a provider, so I understood what it like. I saw what that's gonna be like, and it's like it's a little scary to know like those are probably the genes that I have, like to be a provider to try to make sure everything is okay. And it worries me a little bit, especially at twenty eight, where I don't know. Question for you. To. Question for you, Rez. Yeah. Have you ever seen, have you ever been in a situation with E and saw something from your childhood and just kind of a light went off and said, okay, this is a moment where I can decide how I want to react going forward. You know what I mean? As far as, okay, this is something that I knew was coming <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? Or I, I saw coming. Because this is a relationship, because this is something I saw. I mean, you saw a healthy relationship coming up, uh, you know, at, in some the capacity. Most part, yeah. I would say I've been spending a lot of my time trying to unlearn some of the things that I didn't know were triggers for me. Okay. So Ooh. there are things that he does that is a tri- that are triggers to me uh-huh. and cause me to shut down. Okay. So like I was saying before... My relationship with my father was constantly him telling me what to do. And if something was wrong, since we wasn't getting spankings, we were sitting down and talking about it. Like, I'm talking, he's in my face. Like, so why did you do this? Or I need you to explain to me why you did this. So sometimes when it comes to me communicating things with E, it's just like, I'll shut down because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it right now. And that's because of the things that happened when I got in trouble with my dad. And I'll think, oh, this conversation is bad because I'm being questioned right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas E is probably just trying to figure out what what the hell is wrong with you. And were the, <laughs> and were those talking just this is just a vague question because I mean again, we have a lot of our fathers were similar in in just yeah. in their methods. Um were those conversations, sit down conversations, were those were those actual conversations or was more so just you listening to what the fuck he had to say? <laughs> well, it would be him listening and then at a certain point after he's done Chewing my ass out and telling me then why I need to get my get shit together. Your, then you finally then get I'd a chance be, yeah, to and, get your piece off. Wow. And it was like 
you need to say something. You, right. Me sitting here, because trust me, I tried just right. sitting there not saying nothing. Oh. It ain't an option. So we sit there. Okay. He still be sitting there. I'm still sitting there. I'm looking at everything else but him. And he's like, what up? Okay. We're going to talk about this. And yeah. it's like, damn it. Okay. So I do see things that happened with me th- growing up throughout my adulthood. And I'm like, damn, well, where did this come from? And I'm just trying to like piece it together because I heard that's what people do in therapy. And I don't have a therapist. So I figured <coughs> I'd try it out. But dude, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's such a... Because at that age, you're just absorbing everything you see. And you think that's how things are supposed to be. It's like thinking about the city that you live in, thinking if you thought that was the world the entire time and then you find a new way to doing things, it's like, but I want to go back to the way that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, but I don't know. It was just, it's just super weird because um, you kind of like get to a place that, you look back and try to like, like you said, you unlearn the shit that you felt like you didn't need. To, you shouldn't have learned. Okay, I didn't need. I didn't need that. So, yeah. Like having being at this point and trying to say, okay, that's something. And it's funny that you brought up triggers too, man, because it's like um, those shits are so like little, and you don't really pay attention to them until they're flicked. And so you know, sometimes you just gotta sit there and be like, well, why am I taking? Maybe it's me just because I like to overthink, but it's like, why am I taking this so personal? Yeah. Like situations with friendships, like I learned that a trigger with me is just not showing up. Yeah. And it could be the tiniest thing. Like people get sick, people don't show up. Just because they don't show up doesn't mean that you can't depend on them or you can't trust them. Mm-hmm. Things happen in people's lives. Mm-hmm. But since I spent a lot of time waiting on my mom to show up, it's like, I'm not... Waiting for a friend to show up in my grown titty ass age. Mm-hmm. If you ain't gonna show up, we don't gotta be friends. And that's just not how life works. Did you just say grown? Did you just say grown titty? Is that what you said? Yeah, it takes a lot. I like it. I like you it. Take you take a, a, titties grow forever. I like so it. I grown, like it. Your titties grown. I like you probably it, had them like titties since like 13. <laughs> no, I didn't. My titties didn't start getting big until I started drinking alcohol. Yeah, hey, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, Yeah, (laughs) people be having triggers, but it takes a lot for you to sit down on your own and figure out what those triggers are. Most time, they came from your childhood. Yeah, and they're just the smallest trigger. You know, you know the trigger I hear the most, bro, is don't talk to me like that. Mm. And it's not that I, you know, what I'm saying not that I'm doing that, but it's just like that's what that's a trigger that people often find because it's like, okay, don't talk to me like that because. I don't like being talked to in certain ways. It's like, bro, that is like such a typical trick. But anyway, we got we got off kind of kind of got off the. We're talking about daddy. Sorry, we kind of no. Got off but that. in relation to your brother, I don't know him like that. But if he's not trying to fix what's so wrong with his life, he can't just keep going around complaining about Winston ruining his life at the age of six. That's so like, fucking typical. It's like, one thing to complain, but at least what you, if you know what ruins your life, like trying to start fixing it. Yeah. Just a little bit. Bro, like, I don't know what it is about these people that be, like, just stuck in the past ass motherfuckers, man. Like, I'm telling you, bro. Like, bro, I'm telling you on Facebook a lot lately, bro. Motherfuckers been deep in senioritis for 15 years, my nigga. Like, dog. Like, peaked in high school, Facebook might be Mm, the worst Facebook ever. It is. But I think that, uh, I think that, what we was talking about earlier with depression, I feel like it's, it's something to do with that. 
It's got to be. It's, it's like, bro, there's no like, way you like reminiscing on high school that I much. Think, it wasn't that fun. <laughs> I think uh, high school sucks. For a long time. I, I mean, high school was fine, but it's like, bro, <laughs> okay, it ain't, bro. For 15 years time. later, bro, it's like, okay, let it go. For a long time, I lived like that. And sometimes in some of my depression laps, I'll think about what happened. What, when was the last time I was happy? And it was like right after graduation. And everything after graduation was like a downward spiral. And so then I, like, place blame on that shit in that time period. And so now, like, I try to get past it, but it's always, that's the always the the bring back to, I think, this is where it went wrong. So I think a lot of people deal with that shit. Like, we sometimes. get out of that, man. It's just, yeah. bro, it, it is what it is, dog. Like, I mean, it bro, it just happened that way, dog. It's the brother. There's really nothing you could, damn sure ain't shit you could do about it now, but except keep going, except mm-hmm. figure out how to damn... Pave over the road, cause yeah, shit. Yeah, but that shit's very much well easier said than done. Yeah. Of course like, it is, bro. But I shit. mean, like, like I'm just I'm just speaking for the people who aren't making any effort whatsoever to try to get. It's like some people almost use that shit as a crutch to, or as a, yeah, as a fucking crutch to aid whatever fucking narrative they want to paint for themselves. And it's like, dog, at some point you have to figure out, like, bro. The shit happened. It it was fucked up. Whatever it was, like you know, what I'm saying, it caused life to go sideways or life to switch or whatever. And dude, it's- and on top of that, nobody gives a fuck. Like, they don't. Nobody, just, bro. Literally, just, no. Other no, than you, nobody, nobody gives really a fuck. Cares. Like nobody, nobody wants really to cares. hear. It. Stop with your excuses <laughs> and start doing something. People aren't going to care until you do something. And that there's a gift and a curse to that, though. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, nobody really cares, which is kind of whack, but. Nobody really cares. So it's like, okay, bro, you're the only one that's standing your own way. So I don't know, you know. Yeah. I'm but, glad this podcast has its edge back. We've been south for the last couple of you weeks. Think so? for but y'all just said it and told motherfuckers, fuck your life. Yeah. Get and over your life. Yeah. Get Clearly, which I just told everybody. <laughs> yeah, we got our edge back. We We're pretty back. much just said stop being We got our edge back. Yeah. Yeah. We pretty much said, we didn't yeah. mean we that. We did. But, no. We literally just went there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, well, we got off topic with the fathers, but let's take a break and then come back with our final thoughts. About our daddies. <laughs> and we're back. Let's go ahead and jump into our final thoughts about our fathers for our Father's Day episode. Y'all want to get started? <laughs> Mizzy, tell me about a memory, a childhood memory you have of your father. Tell me something that like is going to stick out for the rest of your life. Uh, my, uh, my love of music probably comes from my dad. Dude. So I think uh, my dad grew up. My dad's born in 68, so he grew up from the beginning of hip-hop until now. So I now keep him hip with the new shit. And uh, probably when I was little, uh, he always tells a story about how he had two child's, uh, two uh, kid seats in the back. It was me and Lexus, and uh, we would always tell him to turn the music up. And uh, one of my favorite, I guess one of the albums that we listened to the most, I... The the artist that I remember listening to the most with him is uh Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style, um, Outkast, Goody Mob. So I think a lot of my like me listening to music the way I listened to it came because when we were in a car, he played it loud. I like to play it loud, and I think that's where it came from. <laughs> so that's something I uh that's what I wish to hope to pass down. To my kids, like, this is, I love this. This is one of my things I loved. Here's what I can give to you. So, uh, 
Oh, like I'm thinking about getting in the vinyls. So like getting all the albums that I've loved in this last uh decade, the last the two thousands, the late two thousands, I guess, the tens, whatever. Like getting those on vinyl and then being able to pass them down to them like this is the sound of my twenties. Mm-hmm. The same way when he was in his twenties. That was the sound. You are a music connoisseur, bro. I was telling somebody that the other day, bro, because somebody told me, I I forget what the hell they were talking about, but something was said like, um, oh, I listen to music. And I said, and I asked him, I'm like, do you really listen to music or, you know, not do you skim through it? No, we're going to go there. Um, But I'm like, do you actually listen? Because they're like, oh, I listen to everything. And I'm like, do you really listen to everything? Or are you, I mean, you're just saying that because that, you know what I'm saying? Because- and the fir- I don't know why, but the first person that came to mind was you when I thought about someone who listens to music. <coughs> yeah. Because you are not just a typical music listener. The typical music listener listens to things that they like yeah. more than they listen to new shit. I feel like you listen to shit that you have never heard often, like yeah. every day. I only listen. I, for the most part, I have this thing about being like the nostalgia of being first. With something Like I remember The first time I heard Wale And I was like Oh yeah This is amazing Before everybody Knew who it was <laughs> So I like to be The one guy I'm never the guy That's like Oh this is too popular Now I can't fuck with it But I'm always like Oh I've been on that yeah. So it's one of those things That's always kind of A good little Humble yeah. brag to have Yeah, yeah. I, I Like I just read The article The There's a model That made the new Drake beat Like that's how deep I got into it Like I read the article That's what I mean Man. As far You like you find out stuff, you know stuff. Like I know we like talked about your like useless knowledge all you have, but it's like not useless because you actually do be knowing shit that it's just like the question is like why do you know that? It's yeah. not that it's useless. It's like, bro, why do you know that? But those are my those are my hobbies and I think that's what I that's got a, I got it from earlier. That's, that's easy. That's a good to one delve, to pass down to. You need to delve deeper into it though. You should be doing something as far as music goes, bro. I'm thinking about it. That's yeah. where that's where me and him beef at. Yeah, it's ridiculous outside. Yeah. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but this that was looks, wild. Yeah. This looks fire though. The shit, the, the, shit, lightning. the lightning been going on. That shit's actually kind of fire though. Like <coughs> with the blue light on. Oh, the lightning is right in here. Yeah, Twenty four hey, stories relax, up, nigga. Relax. And seeing relax. a relax. Cool your jets. <laughs> so, uh, Rez. Yeah. Different question for you. All right. Um. E. Is, I assume is going to be the father of your child. Yeah. Uh, I would hope so if the soldiers are marching. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, no, but uh, nah. Uh, if the eggs are absorbing. Facts. Sure. No, nah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of factors into it all. You know if what I'm saying? We don't want to be, we don't want to be right. insensitive. Um, but nah, um, tell me some things that you hope <coughs> that E would instill in your kids. You hope, you know what I'm saying? In our kids. I, see, I have, I think I talked about it before on the show about my fear of being a parent for a lot of reasons. And I feel like it's coming from my childhood and my relationship with my mother. Mm-hmm. So I have that fear in me. You're going to be good at it, though. Where I think that I could, I could fuck a person up like just him. with the trauma that I had and everything about that. But I would want him to be able to kind of just have that playful relationship. We have a couple of friends who are parents and they just do a good job at being that dad that is just funny, that 
will send you pictures of them with the with the baby at home just doing wild shit. Like the baby is playing the PS4 next to him and just talking to him. It's a video going around on Twitter with uh, a dad sitting on the couch with his baby and they're like having a whole ass conversation. Mm-hmm. And I just want him to instill that playfulness that he has about him into our children and just let me be the one that's going to tell him to sit the fuck down mm. and be the mean mom. You want to be the dis- <laughs> you you would like to be like not quote unquote the disciplinarian, but you want to be the stern one. Yeah, <laughs> really? I would. I would okay. just yeah, just have fun with the kids. I'll handle the business. Interesting. Oh, yeah. wow, I love it. Cap. Girl, that's that's some beautiful black woman shit. You just said word on God for real. You said cap. cap. Yeah, a little bit. Cap. Maybe you think so. All cap for real. All cap because Rez is the fun one. Yeah, Rez is the fun. Is she? Rez is the fun is the, one. No, Rez. No, Rez is the fun. Like bubbly. I'm gonna build life into this thing. Whatever it is, I'm gonna make the best of this situation. Or E is more so like he's Best-mas- taking all of this shit serious. <laughs> like regardless of what it is, what everybody else is doing. Yeah, like like if we want you to be. I want you to come here. Hey, treat this one listener like it's a million. It's like E, bro. It's only five people in here. Yeah, and. And they're not paying attention to us right now. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, he's going to be that person. So I feel like what's going to happen is, and it's going to be one of those things where they'll switch. It'll switch. It'll go back and forth. Yeah. And so. That's teamwork. That's teamwork. Teamwork So I think a lot of times they're probably going to try to go to Rez first. For a good thing, like, can we do this? And Rez is gonna make them go to E, and E's response is just gonna be like, ask Rez. So then they win. So I think it's one of them. <coughs> yeah, because E gonna try to whoop ass, and we ain't whooping no ass in my house. We not whooping ass? No, wow. for real. Mm-mm. We don't sit them down just like my dad did. For real? Yep. Okay. Like Three it. years old, too. So what's going on? I like it. No, no, no. That's, I mean, it's effective either way. I mean, shit. <laughs> No, you whooping ass. Yeah. You whooping ass. Yeah, bro. You whooping ass. I think uh, just to get the point across, yeah. not oh not not just because, but if it needs to come to that, like, bro, you will. You can get your ass. Whooped. You can't like, whoop ass at everything. Just as long as that's you, what I'm saying. You like, it's giving just, the ass whoopings out when they're granted. You know, bro. when they if deserve you need it. Need an ass whooping. You are gonna get an ass whooping, bro? Because that's how life is, dog. Like more times than not. Ah oh, shit! Never thought about that till you just said that. What? Life gives you ass whoopings. You will get a reality check, which is all that is. Like, literally, it's just like, bro, you need a check. And this is my check. Like, (laughs) I have no problem whooping your ass if you need an ass whooping, dog. Again, it's not, it will never go too far. It will never (laughs) cross over into abuse. But you can get your ass whooped. That That is a life theme, nigga. You need to understand that early. All right, so you you say you whooping ass. What other things are you gonna do with your son when he comes? Um, as a father, what kind of father do you see yourself being? Oh, jeez, uh, <laughs> not a good one. No, nah, um, I dude, honestly, bro, I've struggled a lot recently with trying to figure out which end of the spectrum I want to lean towards more. Um. As far as trying to push you in, quote unquote, the right direction or just letting you find your way. Oh, yeah, that's um, tough. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to be 
someone who is I want to be a pops who is all right, bro. It's let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. I want everything that, but I also want to be a pops that is like, okay, bro, what do you want to do? What mm-hmm. I mean, how do you want to go about this? Like, let's let's figure out what it is that you enjoy. Because, I mean, just on a small scale, it's like, bro, okay, of course I want you to play basketball because of the values and things that you can learn through it. But if you don't want to play basketball, you don't like it, bro, you ain't got to play it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, and it's, it, and again, that's just a small portion of it. It's like, you know, but um, again, and I've talked about it before, bro, just, I, it just pounding in my head, dog, that, bro, you have to, you have to exhibit respect early bro like you know what i'm saying three years from now bro and this little nigga's walking around bro like you are going to say thank you and i'm i'm sorry i have to be that person bro but early on y'all gonna hear me getting on his ass like you say thank you to whatever you get you say please like can i, I i'm just around kids all the time dog and it's just like it it it's wild to me that i'm not hearing more of you know please what you know what i'm saying can i give me ju- give me juice First of all, who the fuck is Gimme? <laughs> You're a kid, dog. You, please, you can say please. Like you know what I'm saying. Like that stuff is going to be almost automatic because it's like, bro, you need to understand early, dog, that nothing is given to you. Like if you ask, it may get <laughs> you may get it. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you, but this ain't gonna be a situation where it's like, okay, give me juice. No, you may have water first of all, mm-hmm. but you may ask nicely, <laughs> like before. And you may, you, like, you know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. That shit is going to be something I'm like, I'm on your ass about early. Um, but <laughs> After he get his diaper changed, he's going to be like, thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Thank you, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, nah, but it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to do my best to try to keep it at a level. But it's like, bro, that is really just something that I'm like, all right, dog. I just need you to, like, I'm just... That's just one of my, again, that's just one of my short-term goals, bro. I just want to have a kid that people compliment on his on his respect, on his ability to, you know, know how to say thank you, know how to say please, know how to say excuse me. You know what I'm saying? Like, little shit like that will go a long way, dog. And that's just it one does. thing. I'm, like, I'm sure that's, that's how my grandparents were with me. That's how my dad was with me. That's how our parents were with us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's important. It's important, important as fuck, man, because I mean you'll carry those values, you know, onto the next level, and more than more than being a kind person. I mean, well, not more than being a kind person, but just as much, just as important as being a kind person, being polite, you know, trying to be considerate of other people. It's just you know being respectful. Those are all at the root. So you figure out how to lay that foundation and get all that shit straight, then hopefully all the chips follow. But you know, obviously, we don't really have a. Once the little nigga go off to school on the side of my hands. <laughs> no, it's not. Pop up at that school a couple oh, times. Oh, God, on. I'm popping up. I'm going to have a chicken nuggets on God, for real. Be standing at the fence at uh, recess like this. Thanks. See? 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 Yeah. Like <laughs> 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 that was good, though. Um, Meezy, you got a baby maker for us? You are now Before we get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this week's baby maker is by uh, Alex, to be honest. Alex TBH. Uh, it's called You featuring Sam Rue here on WMEZ. Textually active.
Playlist, so go on to your favorite streaming platform, type in Textually Active, and there it is here on WMEZ. Textually Active. All right, y'all, pull your memes out. Memes. Uh, so, uh, it was running behind today, and uh, I got hungry. I had to go to McDonald's, and uh, I saw a video online of like. (laughs) The girl's like, this is how it is at McDonald's. And she's like, you're just being yelled at through the drive-thru. And the same shit happened to me. So my meme today is, bitch in McDonald's talking about she in her bag. Bitch, make sure everything in mine. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's I need to make sure everything's in mine. Okay, um... My meme is for the people that we talked about earlier in this episode about making excuses. And it says, I saw a saying that read, never get so comfortable in pain that you forget happiness is still an option. Someone needed this. If you out there still being miserable, don't think that that's your only option. I think we said this earlier in the episode about our dad, my way or the highway. No, it's it's multiple ways. Um, Figure it out. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> Keep your head up. <laughs> See, I'm working on being a parent. You heard that? Keep your I, yeah, keep I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen the motivation. It's just, <laughs> uh, my meme is pretty much, bro. Uh, so uh, I had my cousin. My my cousin is going through a rough patch right now. Um, just getting out of a relationship. Um, fuck them, whoever they broke up with. So, fuck that nigga. But see, bitch, see, whoever. and it's just and person. Honestly, it's so easy to say that, bro. It but is. I was just thinking about it today, dog. But, bro, please don't come to me for advice, <laughs> bro. We probably gonna wind up at the liquor store, my nigga. Like, just, just don't do it. Just you know what I'm saying, like, cause I ain't gonna know what to tell you, bro. Just, just, bro, just do whatever the fuck makes you happy, dog. Cause. I'm telling you, bro. Like the best advice I got, bro. Let's just go get a little dirty bottle, bro. Let's just go get a little dirty bottle. Something with a handle on it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Rest. Just a long neck. That's it. And a shot glass, because that's all we're gonna be doing. Facts, man. Like, bro, I ain't got show as hell. I ain't got nothing for you sober. Sure so. don't. <laughs> so, sure. But anyway, don't. yeah, that's all I got, dog. Like, well, guys, I had fun this episode. <laughs> 
I guess we'll be back. Ain't no, I guess. We'll be back next Tuesday for another episode of Textually Active. While you're here, make sure you subscribe, like us, leave a comment, and follow us on our socials. We're on Instagram at Textually Active Pod. We're on Facebook at Textually Active Pod. And we're on Twitter at Textually Act Pod. And we'll catch you in the social streets. Um, I don't think we have anything coming up. But we're thinking about some stuff. So be on the lookout for that. And we'll see you guys next Tuesday. We need to do another party. We do need another party. For real. My birthday R&B coming party. up. Maybe we'll do something for my birthday. Party. A little dirty. Oh, God. Dirty little. That was looking too You know, good. people were asking about a cookout. <laughs> Y'all wonder what? <laughs> huh? People were huh? asking about a cookout. Like, huh? legit. They was like, what can I bring to the cookout? I'm like, oh. Huh? <laughs> Y'all that's my speed too. Look, say, look. Dirty little look, cookout. T- Reg, End of the, the summer, real you quick. You know I got the outfit. Yeah. You know I got the outfit. Please don't. You know I got the outfit, okay. Rez. You know I'm fuck them up. I'm mad I didn't get that picture of you on that outfit, though. <laughs> 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 oh, we're gonna kick this idea around. Facts. Y'all stay tuned, man, for real. All right, y'all. God. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.